Hello and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast for a Thursday evening. You know, it's nice. I just had enough time to bang out a podcast before heading to work tonight. Most likely we're looking at like a 7 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. Depending on how big the truck is, how much stuff I have to put in my aisle. And I'm working pretty steadily over the next three nights. And then on Sunday, I'm going to enjoy the football because um, we're going to find out a lot about the playoffs. And uh, it looks like some of the some of the fun might have come out of the uh, balloon because I was looking forward to the Giants challenging the Eagles. Um, but unfortunately, the, um, the Giants are locked into the sixth seed and they very well may bench their quarterback. And there's a real good chance that they would bench their running back, Penn State's own. Saquon Barkley. So I just had to turn my car off here. Um, So that's a little disappointing, but we still don't know um, if the Eagles will get the number one seed um, or if someone else will slide in there, probably the 49ers or the Cowboys. I haven't really followed it that closely. Um, And we still don't really know about the AFC um, because I believe that Cincinnati, Buffalo, um, maybe not Cincinnati, but Buffalo, Kansas City, are definitely still fighting it out for the um, the number one seed there, and uh, you have the um, the situation with um, the kid from McKee's Rocks who's doing better today, so that's good to hear. Um, Hamlin, he's doing much better. Um, it looks like he's going. He's probably going to make a full recovery. I mean, if you think about it, his heart stopped for probably probably less. I would say less than a minute. Um, but other than that. I don't think there was any major health things going on with him. Um, it was just a matter of getting him kick-started back up. Uh, then they had to get his lungs moving again on the ventilator. And it looks like he's going to be able to be taken off the ventilator, which is the main reason he couldn't talk um, so much. He was communicating, um, but he was, you know, he can't really talk so much right now. But he was, you know, pretty conscious of what was going on. I think he's going to actually make a full recovery. But what we don't know is um, how are those playoff seeds going to shake out. And there, there still is a chance of the Pittsburgh Steelers getting a playoff bid. Um, but the news today on the Pittsburgh Pirates end, always something going on. I'm telling you, there's always something going on with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, it's not like they're moving forward or backward. Usually they're just moving in circles. Um, for instance, today, Zach Thompson um, was dumped by the Pirates for Rich Hill. Obviously, Rich Hill is a better pitcher than Zach Thompson at this point. Um, Rich Hill is a guy that they'll probably keep until the end of July. Uh, and bef- earlier in the week, or a couple weeks ago, or last week, who, who remembers? Um, they also waived Bryce Wilson. So they have waived uh, 40% of last year's opening day rotation. Um, I'm sure that uh, Mitch Keller was in there. Um Zach Thompson, no wait, JT Brubaker was in there. And other than that, I mean, who knows, right? Um, Those were the guys, you know, and now those guys are gone and there's some new guys coming in, but they haven't really made a commitment to anybody. As we know, the Pirates have not signed anybody for longer than one year. Um, So we don't know where we're going. Um, We don't know if, most likely we're just moving in circles. But in my opinion, they might be a little better this year. Only because, um, uh, you know who else was in the rotation to start the year was Jose Quintana. So that's a big step back, not having him. 
I doubt Rich Hill will do a Quint- as good as Quintana did. Um, but we did add some other guys in the bullpen that might help the pitching. I, I do expect the ERA to be a little bit lower this year. Um, the Cardinals have beefed up their lineup. The Brewers might have a little bit better lineup. And the Cubs have beefed up their lineup a little bit. Well, I mean, the Cubs lost Contreras, I think. Um, but they gained that shortstop from the um, uh, from the Braves, who's probably going to be the best shortstop in the division now. So I would think the Cubs, who were already going in the right direction. I mean, they did last year what the Pirates were hoping to do. Um, they won 74 games. They had one of the best records in the second half of the year. Um, they have five solid starters, four of which are veterans. You know, so I mean, I've covered this before how they're way, way ahead of the Pirates at this point. And most likely, the Pirates are competing for um, fourth place with the Reds. And I think that they do have a chance of edging out the Reds when it comes to that. But I mean, when you talk about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, and we talk about turning over the rotation and turning over the lineup every year. Um, the only thing that really people hang their hats on are the fact that we've had some high draft picks and we're at least going to see these guys. We don't know if any of these guys are actually going to be major league players, but we're at least going to see. I'm just going to, first of all, go over um, Ben Sherrington's draft picks, who you're very familiar with. Uh, we're going to see... Um, Nick Gonzalez this year, no doubt about it at some point. And we're going to see, um, Henry Davis next year and potentially in September. Um, it really depends on how he does. Um, the draft pick after that was that younger guy, Termar Johnson. He's a while out, so we probably won't see him for three years. Um, but don't forget these hold these, um, other guys that have been holdovers from the last regime, We've been talking about them for a long time. And the guy who's moved the furthest forward is um, Mike Burrows. But you also have um, Quinn Priester. And some people put Quinn Priester one. Some people put Burrows one. I think if you're looking at production, you'll put Burrows one. But if you're just looking at how it's looked traditionally, well, Quinn Priester has been the bigger prospect for the longer period of time. And he was certainly a much higher draft pick. Burrows was a high school guy. It just worked his way up year in, year out. Never really had a bad year. And the first time he really struggled was this year in AAA. And um, he made some adjustments from what I'm hearing. He is going to be reporting a month early. So next week, uh, Mike Burrows is going to be reporting to Pirates Camp. So, I mean, this is a guy that really, really loves playing baseball. Really wants to make the team this year. And we will see him at some point this year. Hitting up the vape a few times today. Why not, right? Got to have dinner with my son. Got to see my daughter swim meet. It was some good times. And hopefully my son's meds um, are working good. Because he, he has a tough time in the winter when he feels a little bit more anxious. And has a little bit more racing thoughts because he can't get out. And he's not getting his exercise in. You know, He's not getting outdoors. It's tough. Um But he has the rest of this break, and then he'll be back with his friends at IUP. And before you know it, you'll be heading out for the spring, you know. Springtime will be here. But at the same time, spring gets here, which was a big part of my last podcast. Baseball is going to be getting here. In fact, even before that, 
You figure Burroughs will probably get there around. He was going a month early. So he'll probably get there next week, January 12th. And then February 12th, as I mentioned yesterday, is when pitchers and catchers are coming. So we don't have Zach Thompson at all. There was thought that we might try him in the bullpen this year. But Thompson and um, Bryce Wilson had identical um, ERAs right around 5.40. Their whips were really high, you know, right right around 1.5. Way too high. You think about 1.5 runners every, every inning, you know. So if you have a clean inning, that means you let two runners or two and a half runners in the next inning. It's just, it's awful, you know. Or three runners the next inning even, which is terrible. It's unbelievable. So those guys are gone. We didn't get anything for the catcher that we had a couple years ago that everybody loved, who won a gold glove that year. Um, We didn't get anything for the second baseman, um, who was a real fan favorite and led the league in hits for the first half of the year. That was only like a year and a half ago. Um, So those trades are done. We got nothing for Adam Frazier and we got nothing for um, the catcher. And these were beloved guys on the Pirates. We didn't have to pay these guys that much money to stay around. Um, But we preferred to just ditch them. And now we have nothing to show for it. So the rotation is going to look a lot different this year. Certainly Rich Hill is going to be in it. Um, It sounds like Vince Velasquez is the leader for that fifth rotation spot. And then some of the other guys like Oviedo. I mean, they frankly, they fit better into the bullpen anyway. Um, you might even see Burroughs initially um, go into the bullpen, but that depends mostly on um, when they bring him up. Now, if they don't bring him up until the trade deadline, um, he might just come up for Rich Hill when they flip Rich Hill. But if there's injuries, like happened last year, and we had to bring Roanza Contreras up in the first week of the year, you know, then you'll see him because he is on the 40-man roster. Uh, but they're going to want to manage his service time. So they hope to not bring him up until July. And that way he can stay up. They don't have to play games with him like they did with Rowanzi Contreras, which it was not funny. It was not fun for anybody, but it was particularly not fun for Rowanzi Contreras because it messed with his head. Um, so I imagine somebody already signed Bryce Wilson. We traded him to the Milwaukee Brewers for cash considerations. Um, and he'll have a chance to make the Brewers roster in spring training. And I imagine someone will pick up Zach Thompson. Maybe the Marlins will bring him back because he did well with the Marlins. But it is just amazing how quickly um, they turn over their entire um, team. You know, we know guys like um, Ben Gamel are gone. Um, obviously, we know that... Um, the first baseman we had, Chavis, he was dumped even before the year ended. You know, and these were guys that got a lot of starts. You know, they were probably the starters for first base and left field the majority of the season. Right, those dudes are gone. Um, Reynolds, it's looking more and more likely that he'll be gone again um, because the reports that have surfaced just today um, say that the teams are still hot on him. The Dodgers. Um, are giving the um, Yankees a little bit of um, competition for Brian Reynolds because the Dodgers want a guy that they can get fairly cheap. They prefer to stay under the the luxury tax, and the Dodgers always have really good prospects. The Yankees have some decent prospects too. They always have good international prospects, um, which is how we got um, Rowanza Contreras. 
Um, so it's probably either one of those teams. And it's now it's looking likely like it might happen before spring training. And we only have a month to go. For me, as I mentioned, for the Pirates, um, best interest is to just trade him now. You know, rip off the Band-Aid. You get some players back. But you don't have that distraction in spring training. And you don't have that distraction at the trade deadline. You know, I mean, you know he wants to go. You know you're not paying him. So, I mean, just trade him now. And I know that some of the fans, um, particularly like Louisiana Ted, posted something today. I'm not sure what he was talking about with leverage. Um, I think he actually thinks the team might keep him. But it, it is looking again today with this latest report that um, he will be gone by spring training, which I think is the best thing to do. Um, now, I don't know what you're going to do with your lineup in the meantime. Um, you know that we have a center fielder um, that we gave a few starts to at the end of last year. Um, it would probably be, um, his name's not Choi, but you know who I'm talking about. Ye, damn, I never forget that guy's name. Sometimes before I make the podcast, I remember the guy's name. G. Wan Bay. Boom. Got it. Bam, bam. You know? Hit that one. I nailed it. I actually remembered the guy's name. G. Wan Bay. And from what I hear of G. Wan Bay from people that are close to the team is that he does a really good job in center field. He actually hit the ball pretty well in a very, very small sample size. And why not? You know, I mean, that's another reason to just trade Reynolds now. Why not? You got nothing to lose. You know, you're vying for fourth or fifth place this year. There's no reason not to start G1 Bay and just find out if you have anything there. I would say there's at least a 50-50 chance that he's DFA'd by the end of the year, just the way the Pirates operate if he doesn't work out. But if he does work out, you know, you really badly, badly, badly need outfielders. And the Pirates did not add... um, Matt Gorski to the 40-man roster in a somewhat of a surprise move. Uh, But they just have a crunch, you know. That's why they're having to let all these veterans go. Um, They did not. And they let some, uh, a little bit of salary go, too. You know, Bryce Wilson was going to make a little bit more money than the rookie contract. And um, Zach Thompson may have been heading into his first year of arbitration. So they're saving some money here as well um, by going with the young kids. But why not, you know? Why not find out what you have? Because you got nothing in this outfield. You're going to have to have um, the guy, the, the first-round pick who was a Pirates first-round pick who we just picked up. You're going to have to have that guy be one of your outfielders, I would think, once Reynolds is gone. And then you're going to have to count on G1 Bay. And the only veteran, well, you don't have a veteran outfielder, to be honest with you, you know? You would have to call Jack Suwinski a veteran outfielder who it's going to be considered his rookie year. How crazy is that? That's your veteran, right? Um, Because the other guy, the guy we picked up, the former first-round pick of the Pittsburgh Pirates, who you know his name, and I just can't think of it right now. You'll probably forget his name by next year because he'll probably be gone. But for now, if Reynolds gets traded before spring training, there's a good chance that he might be your starting either right or left fielder, whichever one Jack Sawinski's not on. And then your center fielder will be G1 Bay. And that's just a, it's the worst outfield in the league. Um, none of those guys are proven. 
I mean, there's no, it's the worst outfield in baseball, and there's not even a discussion about it. And the problem is, Pittsburgh Pirates fans, at least on Twitter, will think that it's good because these guys have done well in the minor leagues at some point. You know, I mean, they're certainly going to have growing pains, and there's less than a 50 50 chance that any of these guys are still going to be even be playing as a starter in a couple years. And I include Jack Sawinski on that one, and Jiwan Bay, and Matt Gorski, and I guess. Oh, absolutely, we're going to have to pick. We, we still have this one guy on the 40-man roster who was added last year, and we only played him for six games, who was a first-round pick. So we got to give that guy, Swaggerty, some starts, I suppose. It's going to be not fun to watch because he's not good offensively. And if Smith Nigma comes back from his injury, it's just going to be an awful year offensively. I mean, I expect the Pirates to be dead last in runs, or at least real close with either um, Washington or Miami. Uh, probably Washington or Miami, which is exactly what I said, you know, the last couple podcasts. Nothing has changed there. The only thing we're hoping is that the pitching is going to be a little bit better. But hey, at least we have a little more clarity today. We know that Zach Thompson is gone, a guy we got in a trade just last year. And we know that... Um, Bryce Wilson is gone, a guy that we got in a trade a year and a half ago. So the starting rotation um, is not going to include those guys. So we know that Velasquez is probably your number five guy and that um, Rich Hill is probably your number three guy and JT Brubaker is probably number two. And unfortunately, we have to count on a guy like Rowanza Contreras to be our number two, where with, with pretty much most of the other teams, he would be the number five starter just because he's a young kid. But that's just life as a Pittsburgh Pirates fan right now. It's it's all very young. It's all very much fluid and in motion. And you never know what's going to happen. I mean, the best case scenario is the Pirates get an outfielder back in the Brian Reynolds deal. Um, I know that they were trying to get that international guy from the Yankees back who's pretty much ready to go now. Um, but they don't want to get rid of that guy. So... Uh, maybe the Dodgers have an outfielder that's in, been doing well in AAA that we could give a chance to start in spring training. But I guess my the main point here is that you should do this Reynolds deal ASAP because right now you got enough problems than having another distraction in spring training. So I'm heading to work. Peace out. God love you. Haven't told you that in a while. The devil loves you. We love you. Happy New Year. Talk to you later.